Hello, hello, beloved ones. It's good to be back. It's good to hear myself talk, but hopefully you enjoy also listening to me. So I was contemplating on the following fact, and I have a bit of a struggle that it's a one-way communication. I would really love to create within this project a co-creative um, process out of it so I just want to invite you actively if you want to participate in a conversation if you want to be part of it let me know there are different ways of how you can tune in and how you can join this co-creative collaborative process one possible way would be to go to anchor so on anchor the podcast is published if you're listening on spotify that means you would go to anchor and why i'm sending you there is that you have a unique opportunity to record a voice message so if there is something that you would like to contribute and you're not a huge fan of writing um, messages because typing always reduces a bit the juiciness of a conversation so what you can do is to go to anchor and just record record me a short message that i'm going to hear or if you want that it's going to be part of the conversation in a podcast i can put it in as well i can see where it goes but it gives you a beautiful opportunity to share your wisdom your insights um also please like if something triggered you or something there there is something that you do not necessarily agree with i would love to hear your input so that would be one possible opportunity of how to interact and another one would be to approach me on my social media at alisa eresina and ask me questions ask me questions that matter to you ask me um, anything that you would like to be um uh, discussed or approached through my lens for my experience in this show and yeah let's do that let's co-create some stuff together and i really want to encourage us and empower us to get out of this consumerist perspective and becoming more a co-creator of whatever we are um, going for in life so having said this and this is a warm-hearted invitation i want to reflect with you something that i have observed just right now on the street and it really triggered me kind of um, a reflection moment one by one so what i've seen is so i was going with my dog right it's late so i'm taking her out uh, she's currently on her heat so she's um on her leash with me and we made our small round around the beautiful church that i live close by which is having a lot of lights and it's dark outside and it's magnificent and beautiful and i am very conscious about the surrounding and looking around and i love 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 to look at people and i mean not only look but really see them when i go on the street so i purposefully look people into their eyes i purposefully try to connect for just a brief moment with a stranger because some part of me really believes i mean honestly we live here in the same probably district in the same street um this person no matter what age what gender has i am quite sure a fascinating life story and somehow maybe it's different in your country but in my country i feel we have developed this kind of um, 
attitude or tendency or safe space where we're trying to be, be more anonymous, trying not to engage of any form with others, and it became kind of the, the norm. Now, if you're in a countryside, um, that's a bit different. At least you're greeting each other and there is a mutual understanding of where you are in life because you have a small chit-chat. So there's some sort of engagement and interest for your neighbors, for your uh, the people who live around you in your community. But that makes it a bit difficult in a city, right? So that's maybe an invitation or something that you can try it out it really helped me to feel connected even in the city because sometimes I do feel lonely. Sometimes I do feel a bit isolated um, from life. And I think one big part of that is that I do not have this more frequent, more um, raw interactions with other human beings. And we are social beings. So for me, that's a beautiful practice. If I walk for the street and especially I'm going um, for a walk with my dog, and it's a beautiful opportunity to get out more into nature, uh, out of your flat, out of your work building. And I look in, at people and I just try to see them. And it's not always that it's easy. Sometimes I'm seeing how many reactions comes within me that if somebody doesn't fit into my category of what I would like um, this connection to be, then it's easier to judge others. It's so fucking easy to just, um, you know, judge the other person on his or her appearance or maybe if the person is not smiling back to come up with this bullshit story in my head that, well, this person is impolite or just doesn't know how to connect to other human beings, all these bullshit ideas which come up. So this practice is on the one hand a beautiful connection practice um, with our brothers and sisters who live next to you, who are part of you, part of this beautiful life experiment and experience. And on the other hand, it's a beautiful invitation, a beautiful mirror to see what is it that comes up? What is it that I'm projecting on the other person, which is has nothing to do with the other person, but uh, only has to do something with my internal world? It's not that the other person is um, frustrated or like, you know, not uh, humorous or not open. It's my idea of interpreting the situation of um, looking at this information and coming up with this crazy story. So I can tell you one small um, insight um, that I have observed uh, within my mother. And uh, my mother feels very uh, frustrated when she's not being greeted by somebody else, especially um, if we live in our house and we have a, s a smaller garden, which is accessible for all um, the ones who live in this building, where I go with the dog, or sometimes she takes out my dog, and she goes there for a run or takes out my dog, however... And it really kind of triggers her if she's saying hello or good morning to someone and somebody's not saying it back. Now, here's what I observe within my mother when I talk with her and she's sharing with me her frustration and her disappointment and into other people. She um, 
her explanation is only one. Basically, the story that builds up here is that the other ones are rude, ignorant, or um, just not polite. And she has little understanding how that can be because, again, we're a community. This is the way how um, like a good behavior, a manner would be. So how can that be? And it's so incredibly interesting to observe this because I wonder what... Um, what is it, what's going on in her internal world? Because in the end of the day, we actually do not know what the other person um, is going through or what her or his motivation is to react or not to react, to react in a certain way or not to react by not greeting. So we're projecting our stories, our internal interpretation of reality onto the other person. And I experienced it today when I told you that I just come came back home or on my way home. I saw my sister um, walking uh, on the same street as I. And I saw her already. I was super excited because we were just talking on WhatsApp. We're trying to meet for a drink. And we're um, having a small reunion with my other sister who is coming now from South Africa after being spending there two months for brunch on Sunday. So I'm like looking with full excitement to her. like, And I notice she's listening to music. She's walking very fast. She's looking slightly down. And I noticed that she does not notice me and we're coming closer and closer and even Amalia my dog is already reacting to her because she knows her she loves her she's super excited but my sister does not notice me until the very last moment I'm like you know putting my hands up into the air and opening up for a hug and like um, smiling at her and then she 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 puts down her headphones and tells me I ask her like did you not notice me I was just in front of you out of curiosity because I really found it fascinating and she said no I was um right thinking right now I was stuck like, in my head thinking of some stuff and this very moment something triggered um, in in me something um, that I remind myself of is that very often in my life I even really literally saw it in front of my mental eye uh, where I had some friends or some distant friends I don't know what's the English terminology if you are not really friends but know each other through some appointments where I've seen people on the street like her like her looking down not not looking at me and I projected onto them that they're just ignorant they're purposefully trying to avoid me until the very last moment if I decide to come to them and to show like and say hi hi almost like you know a couple of centimeters before we're there and what I realized that it's purely my projection my fear of abandonment my feeling that I am not worthy of a smile not worthy of a hug not worthy of a hello or a chit chat that's totally mine nothing this has nothing to do with the other person and Another perspective would be that maybe the other person is also stuck in their headspace. Because I know how it feels if I'm in my headspace. I'm totally zoned out. It's it, it feels like I don't even notice my surrounding and environment. I don't know which place I'm going to, but I am gone. 
I'm completely gone. And I remember that years ago, one of the things that helped me to calm down to um, really understand my emotional reality or the experience that I'm currently going through, um, the only way of how to do it was listening to very loudly to music on my headphones, walking through the street and like really walking for a longer time. So my body was on autopilot basically and I was just sinking in with the music and being in this headspace really of processing and really thinking some stuff through and living or reliving or fantasizing some dreams or thoughts or whatsoever. So I know this feeling when you are stuck there you're switching everything off which is close to you. So this interaction with my sister really just showed me how much I'm projecting onto other people when I interact with them. And that when I say that we're co-creating our experiences, um, I really mean it because it's not that things are happening outside and you're like an isolated object from the outside. You are intertwined with the reality outside. Your brain works not as an isolated uh, machine or um, intelligence center. It literally takes in information, um, runs them through a filter of whatever story you're used to tell you, negative or positive, and then display uh, the interpretation of the information on the object that is in front of your eye. So this is... Just a beautiful reminder, number one, how fucking powerful we are, how our bodies are. And number two, it is a reminder that I am owning, I can own my story. I can own this filter. I can choose to see and take in information and therefore co-create a different outcome if I want to. By training my mind and I literally believe that there is no such thing as um, you know some people are born with a certain ability and others not it's all about training it's all about cultivating habits it's all about deciding what you want and then doing it over and over and over again and that really uh, fits so beautifully um, to today's theme if you will uh, because I had a moment another moment of reflection in the gym, when I, um, after the workout, after, after the sauna, I was resting and I had this moment where I was so incredibly, incredibly thankful for what I have, for what I am, what I can experience. Like I see so much and feel so much the privilege that I am in, not only where I live, but the people that are around me that I can, um, do work that I, that deeply inspires me. I felt so much gratitude and I realized that the way that I am also physically, emotionally, mentally is just a privilege in itself that years ago when I was in my teenage years and really struggling, um, not even in my teenage years, in my late teenage years, so beginning of 20 uh, as well, there were, for me, there was only one way of perceiving reality, dark miserable suffering and um, pessimism negativity and self-harm that was my filter and I felt so damn hopeless I felt so damn out of control 
And now years later, not because it was a miracle, but because I applied this cultivation of, of really training my mind to perceive and co-create reality differently, that it has changed. Now I'm not claiming that I'm perfect and now, you know, uh, close to God and I know everything now. That's not the point at all. I have uh, huge, huge, huge uh, blind spots and things that I have no fucking clue about and probably will never know. But I am more aware about what's going on internally and through this I can decide if I want to unfold this version of the story or if another version of the story will unfold and that is freedom for me for me freedom and ownership of your own life is when I notice what's going on within and through this knowledge which is there I just need to look at it consciously I can choose to to co-create my outside reality differently if I do not like the story so what's the conclusion I don't know. What is your conclusion here? Maybe it's easier for you to ask what is the main point for you that you can take out of this conversation. For me, it is definitely a reminder that I'm projecting and judging other people in accordance to how they react to me and that it happens on small but also large scales. So it's a beautiful invitation for me to be even more conscious and aware of that accepting it allowing it but then choosing what's what's do i want to to follow the story that other people are ignorant don't like me do i want to continue this fear of abandonment and rejection do i want to play this out if yes cool but my heart i think is kind of already have played this role for a long time so i'm ready for a different story so i can choose to create a different story and it happens in this micro moment for example if I'm on a street, looking at a stranger, giving him or her a smile and sending him basically energetic love and regardless how he or she is reacting, I'm just fine with it. I'm just beautifully fine with it. So that's my takeaway. What is yours, my dear? I would love to hear and as always I am here for you and I'm really grateful to you for tuning in and I would even more um, be happy if we can co-create more awesome dope stuff together. So having said this, remember, remember that you are enough my dear one and that you have always been enough and always will be enough and before I am taking off um just give you also some insights what's going to happen within the next episodes so i have already asked some incredible people for an interview it's um so there are a couple of uh, things that i'm going to schedule and i want to also bring some powerful mentors people that inspired me to this conversation and it's going to be a heart-centered conversation like i'm having with you just with another person and hopefully it is useful for you so stay tuned more will come let's see how long it will take me to overcome my laziness and my uh, fear also of engaging in this but it is on the way i have laid down the first important stones so adios talk to you soon <laughs>